Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Dr. Dennis Enigenberg and his wife Jill have been married 55 years and teaching marriage seminars for 38 years. Today, they're gonna to teach you about the heart of marriage ministry. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. In today's show, we have a live interview via Skype from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, with a new friend of the program, Dr. Dennis Enigenberg, and his wife, Jill, have been teaching marriage ministry seminars for 38 years. I think they know a thing or two, and I wanna welcome him to the program via Skype. How are you, Dennis? Good to meet you, sir. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, it's great to meet you, a uh, friend of a friend, and I guess you've been uh, active in the pro-family movement. You used to work with Family Life Ministries. Now you have Equipping Network. What is that? Well, Equipping Network basically uh, is a nonprofit, and we use it to try to serve underserved shepherds, uh, primarily in third world countries. So we've taught seminars, seminary courses, we have a, a we have a shelter for uh, teen moms in Uganda, but one of our major outreaches is through our Heart of Marriage seminar, which is a 12 session seminar that, that we teach all over the world, literally 30 countries, and primarily right now in Africa. So you're an international marriage and family seminar teacher and minister, you've taught many pastors. How many countries have you been to? Well, we've to date 30. We, uh, we, we picked up our 30th country this last year. Uh, because of COVID, something really good happened. We, uh, we had equipped pastors in Africa to teach Heart of Marriage. So the last two years, we've just been resourcing them and actually seeing the ministry actually multiply uh, faster than for me and my wife to do it all on our own. So. That's our new strategy is to actually do what Jesus did and try to make disciples and multiply that way. Well, I like that. Pastors, you're, uh, you're like train the trainer. Other people are training and, and that's multiplying. Tell me about the principles of marriage. Uh, I've been married now 31 years, but you and Jill, 55 years, you must have learned something. Yeah, and some of them, some of the things we've learned the hard way. Uh, I'm, I'm actually married to an angel, but uh, God has given her extreme patience uh, with with me in terms of my growth. But, you know, the bottom line is, is that the author of marriage is the author of the scriptures. And I just wanted to share a, a couple of principles about promoting oneness in marriage. And, uh, you know, I think about being single and being married is kind of like a motorcycle and automobile. In a motorcycle, you got one driver, one wheel, you want to stop, you stop, you want to go right, left, you know, it's, it's no, nobody else's business. But you get married, and now you're like a, a car or an SUV. You've got two wheels in the front, and if you go left, uh, that person has to go with you or resist you. 
And so the, the real challenge is how do we keep pointing the front wheels of the marriage vehicle in the same direction in a parallel path? And I think for Christians, it, it really comes down to embracing God's principles for marriage. And when, we, when we're both committed to those principles, then oneness is, is allowed to develop and to move forward. So to complicate your, your automobile analogy here, I get it. Uh, if the front wheel is going one direction and the other front wheel is going the same direction, but who's controlling the steering wheel? Sometimes it's me, sometimes it's my wife. Uh, how do you put God in front, and not to coin a phrase, Jesus take yeah. the wheel? <laughs> well, yeah, I think, uh, I think in marriage, if you say God is my co-pilot, you got a problem. But, right. uh, no, the idea is, is that if, 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 if we look at a pyramid and, and we have Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the more as we as a couple yield to his leadership in our marriage, we automatically come together in oneness. And I'd like to just share, if I could, three little observations about this from the scripture. And I, I use three words. I use the word reflect, respond, and raise. Reflect has to do with our as a couple, we're, we are reflecting the relationship of Christ in his church. As a husband, it's my job to paint a portrait of how Jesus treats his church. And for my wife, she's painting a portrait about how the church responds to Christ. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Wives, submit to your husbands as unto the Lord. And I know that's a you know, easy to say, but it really takes a lifetime to develop because the enemy of oneness is selfishness. And we have to both be willing to say, you know, we want to bring glory to God more than we want what we want. And the, the more that we're willing to deny ourselves, the more of the abundance and the blessing of marriage we'll experience. The, the so, Bible in, in Ephesians 5 talks about mutual submission to Jesus Christ, but then it also gives an image of Christ is the groom and, and the church is the bride. In the same way, the husband in a, a human marriage is the groom and the wife is the bride in an act of submission to the man and the man is in submission to Christ. What happens when the man is not in submission to Christ? Well, you know, there's there's a scripture in First Peter that talks about the believing wife and the either non-believing or rebellious husband, and basically, you know, her greatest impact is to respect and to honor his position, even if he's not right with the Lord. Peter argues that the the, the best way to influence him spiritually is by you continuing to do what God calls you to do. Now, obviously, if you get into situations of abuse and all of that, it's a, that's a different issue. Uh, but uh, all of us, when we submit it to human institutions, whether it's the government, whether it's, you know, to the police or whatever, they're all flawed. All, all human authority is flawed in some way. So a husband is constantly, you know, he's constantly on a journey to please God and to grow in maturity, but but none of us uh, is called to only submit when that leader is perfect, because that rarely happens unless it's Christ. Okay, let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll ask the second half of that question about uh, wives submitting to their husbands after this. 
giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. How is your marriage doing? I want to tell you about an exciting new four-part video DVD Bible study series on God's plan for marriage. In this video series, we team up with marriage and family ministry expert, Vince Dacchioli. There are a lot of things that get in the way of our ability to have a healthy marriage. But with the way God intended it, He always wanted us to see His view of our relationship together. So everything we do when we talk about marriage or whether we're talking to men or whether we're talking to pastors and leaders, it all centers around this idea of vision. It's very important that we understand who God is and our relationship with Him is right in order for us to be able to live out really and truly Ephesians. And that also informs our role as men, how to love our wives. We can't really exactly. love them unless we understand the love of God. Exactly. So if you just think about love, you, we tend to think that love is an emotion. It's more uh, something that I feel, whereas the true definition of love, the way Jesus intended it, is, is not just an emotion, but it's, it's, a, it's charity, it's what I do. You know, to the degree that I am able to see my wife or my spouse through his eyes, that determines everything in my relationship. Yeah. And we go through the scriptures in four different parts. Part one is God's design for man and woman. Part two is godly roles for husband and wife. Three is sex and intimacy within godly marriage. And also God's plan for divorce. You wanna have this important four-part video series available for a suggested donation of $30 if you call our toll-free prayer line at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You too can have a godly marriage. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by uh, Dr. Dennis Enigenberg, who is a marriage and family seminary instructor. He's been training pastors in 30 nations. Uh, Pastor, I know your wife, Jill, often teaches by your side, and, and I, I wish she could be with us today because it, it deserves a woman's voice on this subject that I, that I can't really speak to, and that is, in Ephesians 5, it does say, wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. What would Jill say if she was speaking uh, about this? Well, I wish I wish we had, uh, uh, you know, gotten that logistic worked out. It's just unfortunate she can't be with me today. But having heard her speak in seminars, she says that her faith is not in me, but in the Lord. And that even in my imperfections, that God is going to work through her husband. And in fact, uh, when she continues to respect me, even when I fail, uh, it, it really removes her from the equation. That, and, it, and it's more of an impetus for me to deal with this before the Lord. Because I, I realize that if I'm not at peace with my wife, it's usually because I'm not at peace with the Lord. And uh, it, it really drives me back to self-examination. When men get in the flesh like that, and we're, you know, uh, maybe not a good husband. Uh, do you have experiences where Jill's humility towards you, her kindness toward you, her respect for Christ in you, even when you are not worthy of that respect, does that humble you in some way? 
Definitely. It, it definitely does. Because uh, once she, you know, we'll have a disagreement, we'll have a discussion, but she will ultimately say, but I trust you to make the f final decision. And, and then that puts a lot of pressure on me. And sometimes I'm like, no, why don't you take your turn and make the decision? <laughs> but it really forces me to turn to the Lord and say, oh, my goodness, she's putting her trust in my leadership. And uh, God, I really need your wisdom. Now, on the occasions where my leadership has been an abject failure, uh, she is very kind and not rubbing it in. Uh, she is like, well, together we'll work through this. But over the years, it's caused me to consult her more and more because I know God has given her amazing wisdom and she's not out in a power struggle. She wants what's best for us and our family. So we do we, we rarely do anything without having uh, agreement uh, on the issue. Agreement, just like your analogy in the first segment with the two front wheels of the car going in the same direction. What's what's the proverb unless uh, unless you're walking in the same direction, two cannot be in unity? I, I'm misquoting yeah. that. Yeah, well, I, I think that that's kind of brings me to my second point is that not only are we to reflect the likeness of Christ in his church, we are to respond to each other's needs. And in, in Genesis, it says that God created Eve because it wasn't good for Adam to be alone. And that he'll make a, suit, a helper suitable to him. The word suitable means corresponding to or like him. So we know that Adam and Eve both had needs that God created that they were to meet together. Not even God was going to meet all of these needs. But in marriage, uh, it's like the old Rocky uh, movie where, where Rocky says, I got gaps and Adrian's got gaps. Uh, maybe uh, maybe that's not a movie people are familiar with, but <laughs> the great theologian Rocky Balboa said, when we come together, we ain't got no gaps. And so nice. God has created us with gaps. And when I uh, love my wife by cherishing her and uh, I'm to cherish her and to nurture her, it means I value her. And it means I do everything I can to help her grow spiritually, emotionally, whatever. Uh, she responds also by seeking to identify my needs. And then as a servant, together, we, we try to serve each other first, uh, as, as, as we're told in Philippians, you know, not to seek our own, but to seek the need of the other person first. And if our biggest conflict is trying to outmeet each other's needs, then we've got a really good, we've got a good problem. Uh, or another Hollywoodism, right? As Jerry Maguire said to uh, Renee Zellweger, uh, you complete me, and then, and then he started to go. cry. So that, <laughs> just, exactly. Uh, maybe Rocky Balboa is more eloquent on these things, but <laughs> okay, you had, a, you had a third point here. I have a third point. The third point is an R, another R. So I've got reflect, I've got respond, or, or, and then I've got raise. And I think uh, that if God blesses your family with biological children or with adoptive children or foster children, uh, the goal is to receive them as a gift, as a valued gift. As our society devalues these babies, we need to receive them as a gift from God. And then, according to Ephesians, raise them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Uh, make it a priority 
to under, help them understand the gospel, to come to faith and to disciple them, to take the Great Commission, apply it to your own children, and then at an appropriate time, release them as adults back to God. And, and one of the major conflicts I see with my kids now and their kids is that there is so much competition for your children's time. Uh, if you get involved in athletics, like I did when I was a teenager and, and younger, it didn't demand, you know, going on the road on the weekends. It didn't demand practicing every night like some of these kids have to. And it pretty much devours any quality family time. So, yes, we want our kids to excel, but you have to have a balance and maybe let them get involved in one thing. And, uh, you know, because a lot of these tournaments now are played on Sunday, it takes church attendance uh, for the family out of the picture because they're off on the road somewhere in a hotel, you know, playing six baseball games on the weekend. So I think it's it, I think that we have to realize that that's a sacred trust. Our children are a sacred trust. They need to be a priority. And like the Hebrews, uh, the Jewish people, the, the father was the priest of the household at the meal is when he shared about God's faithfulness. My father read scripture every night at the, at the supper table. We prayed as a family. We continued that our tradition, that tradition with our kids, but I, I regret to say that it's not continuing in the next generation because people grab their food and head off with their iPhones and sit separately. So wow. uh, I think if we, if we can be uh, committed to first of all, glorifying Christ by reflecting the church and Christ's relationship, putting each other's needs first, and then making our children a God-given priority. I think it goes a long way to in producing uh, and encouraging oneness. All right, let's take another short break. When we come back, how you can get some of these marriage materials for your family or church after this. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to bring you my biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. We even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all at the biggest discounts ever. I know my bedding products are perfect for you, and I'm extending my money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my original My Slippers are back in stock. You've made them a huge success, and now I've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. And with your promo code, you still save $90 a pair. Not only that, I'm having the biggest closeout sale ever on our sandals and slides for as low as $19.98. What makes my slippers different is my exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. 
My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90 on my original My Slippers, or for as low as $19.98, you can get our sandals or slides. Quantities won't last long, and with my 60-day money-back guarantee, you can rest assured they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Dr. Dennis Enigenberg, and his wife Jill is off camera, but has been instrumental in teaching marriage and family materials for 38 years of teaching. They've been married 55 years. Dennis, how many uh, children or grandchildren do you have? We, we have three sons and we have uh, 12 grandchildren and we have two great granddaughters and one on the way. Praise the Lord, what a great fruitful quiver the Lord has blessed you with yeah. and Jill. You're both to be congratulated for your great example, not only to your families, but to pastors in 30 countries and now our national TV audience. Uh, Dennis, what are some of the names of your seminars and how can people sign up or at least get the materials? Well, the Heart of Marriage seminar uh, was written, we wrote it ourselves because we wanted it to be free of any copyright restrictions. And we now have it in, I think we have six or seven languages. And then we have like a half a dozen or, or more dialects, African dialects. But uh, we have a lot of immigrants coming to this country. We have this material in Chinese. We have it in Arabic. We have it in Spanish. We have it in English. We have it in French. Uh, and then, like I say, we have a, a number of uh, like Swahili, which probably is not going to be a, a big demand here. But if you would like a copy, maybe to use yourself, people use them in Sunday school classes. They use it for uh, premarital counseling. If you're trying to mentor a younger couple, uh, this material is available. Uh, just send me an email at dennis.enetwork at gmail.com. Uh, give me your address and uh, I don't know, whatever whatever the book costs me, five bucks or whatever, I'd be happy to, uh, to send you uh, a copy. Dennis.enetwork uh, at gmail.com. That's Dennis.enetwork at gmail.com. That's short for Equipping Network uh, Ministries. Uh, Dennis, what's, what is the gospel of Jesus Christ? I, I assume maybe that Jesus has been under all of your marriage personally and your teaching, but, but why, what if somebody out there doesn't know Jesus? Well, this is a great time. I mean, I don't know when this is going to be broadcast, but we're very we're in December, and you know the great gift that God gave us graciously uh, was that when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He, God knew that we could do nothing to, you know, to pay for our own sins other than eternal damnation, and so He graciously sent His only begotten Son, who lived a sinless life. Uh, who willingly died on the cross and took the punishment for my sin and yours. And basically, even the thief on the cross who said, remember me this day in paradise, that was enough faith for that person to hear Jesus say, today you'll be with me in paradise. So if you will put your trust in this provision of this, of this wonderful gift of salvation through Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, 
God will give you eternal life that will begin today. The moment you trust Christ, it'll begin. And then it will continue in this life because the Holy Spirit will come in you and he will influence your life in a positive way to help you grow into the likeness of Christ. And then one day, one day after this life, you will go into the home that's been being prepared for you by Jesus Christ. Because he said, if I go, I'll prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. So the image you paint now, for, for those of out, uh, you out there who do not know Jesus Christ, and, and your marriage is struggling, right? Uh, put the marriage on the back burner for a minute. First, get your heart right with God. Uh, and, and if your marriage as the bride of Christ to the groom who is Jesus Christ, and if that is personally set straight in your heart, then the rest of it's gonna resolve itself. He's gonna fix your, your marriage to your husband or wife later on, but first you need to get married to Jesus. Uh, Dennis, somebody out there is now getting the, the, the sequence that I'm talking about. Would you lead them in a word of prayer? Absolutely. Just pray with me this prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your love. And I thank you for sending your son to live a perfect life and to be that perfect sacrifice to pay for my sin. Father, I want to today place my faith in what Jesus did for me on the cross. Heavenly Father, because of what Jesus did, forgive me of my sins and grant me your eternal life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your grace. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you keep your promises. And thank you for allowing me to be a part of your eternal family. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen and amen. Our guest has been Dr. Dennis Eisenberg. Uh, you can contact him through his email address, that is dennis.enetwork at gmail.com. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer, pick up the phone and call us at 866-Obey-God. If you just prayed with that man on the screen, if you need prayer, if your marriage is in trouble or if your personal life is out of sequence, uh, we can pray with you. We don't want anything, we just want to help. Would you call us right now at 866-Obey-God? During business hours, you can press option five, talk to a live operator, or leave a message after hours and we'll call you back. Again, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. If you can, please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. Help us bring you these important informative shows, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the donate button and leave your best gift today. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience. And we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin, and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis. Then why are almost zero 
exemption waivers being granted. We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God, press option three, take action today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.